your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner corner doing dope. They are to be shamed.
live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. Okay, it's not Barry, it's me. Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. Uh, uh, I am not Barry on deck. I am not Barry Laminac. I am John Wessling filling in for uh, Barry Laminac today. Good to see you, everybody. I know a lot of you, a lot of you don't, uh, you know, but I'm happy to fill in for Barry. Barry is on his way up to Cape Girardeau, Missouri. He's uh, uh, opening for my good buddy, William Lee Martin, at the Laughing Gas uh, Comedy Club there. So he'll be there throughout the weekend. Uh, and Lord knows he needed it, man. If you know Barry, you, you guys were regulars, you watched the show, you friends of Barry, you know he was uh, bitching and moaning a little bit, Yeah, as is his want, and uh, about not having any gigs in May. And uh, I just happened to see that. And I, I had a friend who needed to, needed an opener and, and a chance to sell some shirts. I was like, man, you know what? Boom. Put me a chocolate and your peanut butter right here. And got Barry out on the road. So Barry's going to go have some fun. Barry's going to go play some golf. I am uh, also a stand-up comic. For those of you who don't know me, let me introduce myself a, a little bit better. Um, uh, I'm a comic, too. And uh, I used to do a lot of sports talk as well. Basically, I have the same uh, 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 resume as Barry, except I'm a little bit older and my numbers weren't as good. Uh, but other than that, we're pretty much the same person. Uh, we, we would be in the same jury pool or in the same lineup. Depends uh, uh, how you look at it. But I've been busy as shit, man. I've been uh, all over the world uh, uh, telling jokes and uh, uh, traveling. It's been nuts. Uh, a lot of those experiences I'll talk about uh, with you guys over the show today. Uh, but I'm home. I actually happen to be home for a couple of weeks in between trips. And I was like, yeah, man, I haven't, uh, I haven't played around a long time. Uh, so yeah, Barry asked me to, to come sit in. I'm like, hell yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to do it. So if, if you've ever seen me do my shows, if you've ever seen me, uh, on the Barry, you know, uh, here I am at the, 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 the humble Westling abode. We're going to be on till four o'clock today. During that time, you will see at least three of my four kids arrive home from school. We'll probably see uh, my wife leave to go uh, to Trader Joe's. It's real cinema verite. Uh, here at the Westling House, you're going to see uh, life as it occurs in the wild. Uh, also, I want to let you know right off the bat, uh, I'm, I'm happy to see uh, Barry moved over to Twitch. As you know, we used to do uh, Sports Riot a lot here on Twitch. Uh, Sports Riot, by the way, not dead. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, just on hiatus, as it were. Uh, but yeah, so I love being back on Twitch. I love getting a chance to play around here today. But this is going to be much more of a Twitch show than like a radio format. All right. I'm out of sports talk shape. I'm gassed right now, just uh, trying to keep the balloon in the air here at the opening. Uh, so we're, we're just going to shoot the shit and hang out uh, for two hours today. And I, I hope that's okay with you. Uh, I, that's kind of what we do on Twitch. You don't, you don't want to be over overproduced, which we won't be, by the way. Uh, I have played all of the graphics that I have for you. I have the out on the corner doing dope video 
Oh, wait, hold on. I, I have this. This is the only other filler that I have. Ready? Daddy's making a YouTube video! That's it. That's all I got. I got three seconds of that and uh, a countdown, the show open, and the and the d corner doing dope. Uh, and you can see right here, this. This is the true mark of using the free version of a website. <laughs> that is a slug we cannot remove. Normally there'd be, you know, a little Barry on deck thing right up here in the corner, but last second, Barry threw it together. Uh, so I'm on the freebie. And But we do, uh, we are bringing some professional heat here. We do have a special guest. Uh, uh, Dez from Apollo Media will be joining us. Uh, Apollo Dez 1 on Twitter, if you're nasty. Uh, he'll be joining at 3.15. He's going to talk a little Astros. Which, by the way, uh, you know, I love sidecasting. Uh, technically, this will be a sidecast of the Astros game and a half header today. Uh, they are currently 11-3 to in the 8th is the last I saw in the finishing up of the game. They got uh, postponed due to tornadoes yesterday. Yeah, 11-3 to in the uh, bottom of the 8th. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Don't give partial scores, they always tell you. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how the Astros are, are heating back up now that Altuve is back. Uh, and, and whatever else. I mean, you know what? I mean, Click over here. The comments are piling up. Remember, I'm out of shape, man. I'm out of, I'm out of practice running a show like this. So let me just start at the top. Say hi to everybody, uh, and, and please jump on in the chat. Love to hear hear from you. Uh, day one, Donna, of course, was the uh, the the winner. The first comment, uh, the the greatest listener in the world, I think, or the greatest deckhead in the history of mankind. I'm not exactly sure how it goes, uh, but day one, Donna, of course, of course, day one, Donna is at the top. Good to see you, darling. Potch Gaming. Oh, hey, what's up, man? I. I, oh man, I'm gonna forget who everybody's real. I forget their real names under their fake names. So uh, forgive me on that. But Potch Gaming, I know, I know you. Angry Amish, guys, that's a new one for me. Tony the Handsome, bonjour to you too, amigo. I uh, hope all is well. We are gonna talk a little bit of soccer uh, tonight. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, this just in from the from uh, our news desk. Uh, uh, as I told you, you may see my missus stop by on the way to Trader Joe's. Um, we do have a late breaking development in that um, that will not be occurring. She will not be uh, going to Trader Joe's. Instead, it seems here she has uh, changed her mind and wants wants uh, boba, boba tea. Yeah. So there won't be any food then. No. <laughs> I will assume there's there's no side dishes involved. Just I'm go to Trader Joe's in the morning. Okay. Good. I like to eat my dinners in the morning. That's going to be perfect. Thanks a lot, babe. <laughs> Does Boba serve pizza? Do they have pizza at Boba? They got Boba. They got Boba? They got anything that doesn't have that disgusting tapioca... That's what Boba is. Yeah, that's all. That I thought it was like a brand name. Oh. So you, you, whatever you get there has to have the, the tapioca nuts in it? Pearls. Pearls. Thank you. My apologies. All right, so she's changed her mind. She wants boba, and you will be—you will be right back. Maybe not Who can now. tell? We'll see. Maybe not Reports right now indicate she may be right back, but but no, dinner plans are now up in the air. Who knows what'll happen? Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Send that back to the home office. Yeah, Tony the Handsome. Yeah, dude, what's up, man? We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk soccer here tonight, guys. Sorry, you had to witness that little um, uh, domestic. Uh, situation. Jared Taylor. Well, good afternoon to all deckheads. I hope you're having a good Thursday. Uh, now, hold on. It's Taco Tuesday. Is it Throwback Thursday? What is what is the official Thursday designation in the uh, BOD um, uh, cinematic universe? Uh, see, see a lot of Day One Don, a lot of Tony the Handsome. I see the number over there looks looks good to me. 37 people. Hey, what's up, man? Good to see everybody. Thank you all for coming out on Thursday afternoon. 
Um, uh, it's Twitch, Sports, Barry on Deck. I am not Barry, uh, but I am on deck just in case. I was on deck for Barry on Deck. I guess that would make me Johnny in the hole, right? Wouldn't that be the, the proper... If we're going to stick to the theme, if I'm hosting Barry on Deck, that's Johnny in the hole, right? In, that, in the hole, the, the preferred baseball parlance. Was there any other term for that? Is that an official... Uh, baseball term? I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask Des from Apollo three fifteen. He's a noted baseball historian. I might be James Yasko, but anyway, he seems like a baseball thing. Yeah, uh, real, real Lisa. What's up? Yes, I am not on a boat. I am. I am. I am on terra firma. I'm here at the house. Um, hey, for those who you you know, you know, here uh, at Casa de Wessling here in my office, that window right behind me used to be real shady because uh, there was a massive pine tree lurking and leaning over our house, and we just got that removed. So. It's a little brighter out there and uh, less chance of a hurricane uh, pushing a 150-foot pine tree uh, through my house uh, directly over my bed. So, less chance of death. Can't say I'm not uh, pleased with that development. Chris Reyes, what's up, man? What's up, Christopher Reyes? I haven't talked to you in forever, brother. Uh, I think you sent me um, a, a Facebook friend request, but I thought we were already friends. Uh, so, I thought that maybe you were hacked. And then I looked at it and it turns out it was your real account. So... Maybe we were friends before and I said something that pissed you off and you unfriended me. But welcome back, if that's the case. If not, I can't believe we weren't friends already. Uh, so, yeah, I'll get that done. Yeah, Tony, this is a good one right here. Arsenal versus Tottenham. I guess the, the fourth position in the Premier League is still at stake. Uh, um, uh, spots in the European and the Champions League. So, let's see. I've been doing a little bit of homework on my, on my uh, European soccer. We'll talk more about that later. Rudy Rod, sanitize, wash hands, back the fuck up. That's good words to live by. Things aren't as good as we like to think they are. Uh, all right, so, hey, uh, people do like soccer, okay? Now, look, I'm a late convert to the international game, uh, but we'll, we'll, uh, let's not blow our wad just yet. Let's not get off on the on the soccer tip. Keith Sager, good morning, afternoon, whatever, whatever time it is. There you go, yeah, smoke, smoking gooder show, so smoking gooder show. Uh, Potch Gaming. Stanek needs to get his shit together. Ah, that's 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 the vitriol I love in 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 sports color uh, uh, culture. Hell yeah, he does. Luckily, the team's winning a lot right now, so uh, that's nice. That helps. Right now, they're winning eleven to three. Uh, yeah, still eleven to three in the ninth. So uh, that's good. When you got an eleven to three uh, lead going into the ninth, um, uh, your setup guy has a little bit of wiggle room, which is helpful. But yeah, you're right. Overall, true. They love it. All right, Robert Beer. Is that Robert Beer? Is that your name? Are you a beer fan, or is it like that uh, guy the Astros drafted years ago, a couple years back, Seth Beer? Are you related to Seth Beer? Please advise. Chuck D. What up, Barry? I'll ask him. He's, uh, I believe, driving through Memphis right about now. Uh, so Barry's on deck in Memphis. Hope you can pull over get some of that subpar barbecue. Uh, yeah, Barry does look a little weird. He put on some weight, didn't he? Yeah, my bad. Hi, CC. How you doing? Looking good. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had some good golf. Hey, CC, um, as our re um, resident uh, LPGA uh, expert, I uh, want to let you know the other, about two weeks ago, I shot the best round of golf of my life. We're playing at, uh, oh, what was the name of here? I got the... We're playing at Glenlock Pines. This was where we went. 
me and my buddy Tommy Drake, my co-host of the After Later podcast. You should check that out if you haven't already. Uh, I won't bore you with the details, but look at this beaut. Look at that. I'll save you doing the math at home. I shot an 88, and yes, that is my best round of legit golf ever. That's 88 with no cheating. That's a that's a straight scored 88. And uh, um, look, there's going to be some of you scratch golfers out there talking shit like somehow I'm weak sauce for bragging about an 88. But for me, shooting legit, that's a lot. That was a great round of golf. Uh, and the tone was set on the first hole uh, where I chipped in for a birdie. Chipped in from about 60 yards out, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. That was a good, that was a good round of golf. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Cece, I'm glad that you stopped by. Uh, oh, Tony, the handsome, the best I've seen Barry look. Well, Tony, congratulations on on have, living the kind of life where you can be this drunk in the middle of a Thursday. You got beer goggles, brother. Come on now. You're going to give Barry a complex. You know what I'm saying? I can take it, but Barry can't take can't, can't take that kind of fat shaming. Okay? All right. TD Pookie with a little cross, uh, cross chat love saying sup to Crystal. Yeah? Hey, what's up? Hey, Tina! Fuck! All right. Bless me. I hope I see a lot of bless yous in the in the chat as we catch up here. I'm kind of taking so long. Real, real Lisa. Wow, it is dark in here. Lisa, are you uh, are you okay? Is this a cry for help? Is this one of those things where like you've only got access to this chat room somehow and you're being held against your will? Uh, just type the the number thirty three over and over again if that's the case. That's that's the code for that. Potch Gamer, what's up, play out? Oh, yeah. oh my dude, heartthrob, heartthrob, what's up, man? You look at you. You've been traveling almost as much as I have been lately. I don't know if you're back in uh, Oklahoma or where the fuck you live now, but I hope you're doing well and I hope you're not having car trouble. Uh, goddamn, man, you have fucking car trouble more than anybody I ever met in my life. But uh, yeah, and I see you spelled my name correctly. That's uh, that's the appropriate number of S's. Whistling, yeah. I like it. TD Pookie, come on now. You know Barry's going to watch this later. Don't be saying shit like that. You're drunk. Oh, Crystal, shouting back to, to Truck Driver Pookie. Damn, Truck Driver Pookie, I ain't seen you in forever. I feel like this is that lo uh, love line, or the, um, oh, what's the lady that, the R Rhonda, was it, that does the, uh, the the late night dedications, you know? Uh, this one goes from Truck Driver Pookie to his long lost love, Crystal. It's been too long since I've seen you. And now, Barry White. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this. Cece, uh, Cece throwing cheers out. Oh, I forgot about cheers and bits and, and things like that. Uh, remember, I'm on the freebie. Remember? Right here. So I, I, I don't have any bells or whistles. Uh, so I got to do it old school like we did on uh, Sports Riot and give you the, the, the jug of love. If you throw if you uh, throw, throw bits out, you get manual transmission, baby. Welcome to my super spreader event. This jar has not been cleaned in three years. Every strain of COVID is in this jar. Thank you, Cece. I assume you're cheersing me from my 88. It's a solid 88. Alex Villanueva, what's up, dude? Oh, man, good to see you, too. Um, uh, Senor Jimenez. I'm going to guess F. Jimenez is Filiberto. Filiberto Jimenez. Muchas gracias. Mucho gusto. Bienvenidos. Ah. Real, real Lisa, how fast can we get John into a hype train? Well, that'd be sweet of you. I appreciate that. I mean, you know, Barry would absolutely love that. If I can get a hype train going on the day that he's gone, absolutely. Get it going. I appreciate it. I'll get the, I'll, 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 I'll blow that jug. I'll put the whole fucking thing in my mouth. 
Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to be clean during the day. I should have asked Barry that, whether or not I'm allowed to cuss. I think I'm already up to four or five um, uh, uh, fuck bombs. So, maybe that's six now. All right, I've been cruising through here. Uh, TD Pookie wrestling on cruise deck. Oh, I, I like that. Yeah, trust me. If I had, if I could get, if the Wi-Fi was good enough and affordable enough for me to be able to do these shows from ships, we'd have still been doing them all along. I just want you to know that. The only thing that's keeping uh, me from being uh, directly involved in the family as much as I want to be, and and for us, you know, cranking out sports right, is the fact that uh, you can't get this good Wi-Fi. You can't get this sweet, sweet broadband, baby, uh, out at sea. You know, there I was, I do. I was literally in the middle of the world. I was, I said, oh, that's the poverty alarm going off again. Listen, let's listen to the poverty alarm. When that landline rings, I don't even know the number to the, our landline. No one has the number to our landline. That's, they're really trying to reach me about that car warranty, which is crazy. Cause they've been calling longer than I've had this car and it never had a warranty as far as I know. So I don't know. That's magic. Not gonna answer. You probably bought this number off a list. Trying to chase down a debt, but you ain't gonna catch it, motherfucker. Hope you didn't spend too much on that number that I don't even have in my phone. I think it's an 832, and that's ridiculous because I'm an old school Houston person, and it's gotta be 713 for me, baby. I'll, I'll, I will accept a 281, but it better be a 2814 number. You know what I mean? That's how you know. That's like the first ones. All right, who else is here? Steven, the weather guy. Oh, hey, what's up, Steven, the weather guy? Uh, uh, boy, you're about to, you're in the middle of a busy month here, right? May, June, about to get into hurricane season. Yeah. You panicky weather guys online are the reason I spent fucking $1,800 to get that pine tree removed. Scared shitless. In those last two years, we had hurricanes that I swear to God just missed us by 10 miles, if that. Right? There's a couple of those that, whoa, they've been fucking up Louisiana, but. Here in Houston, we got lucky. Too lucky. I won't trust it. What's this? Who's this? Uh, original Luda, Stephen Luther. What's up, man? Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, too. Greetings to to all the dickheads. Uh, Heartthrob said, oh, I lost it. I know I got to catch up to the chat here. Uh, I did see here uh, before it jumped. Sorry, the, the, the chat refreshed. But... Uh, Heartthrob said I owed you a t-shirt. Yeah, man, I got a, I have a Texas Tech colored uh, sports riot shirt I got to make for you. I've been waiting to find, I, got, I don't want to say, but the, sourcing the shirt has been difficult. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris, yeah, am I not allowed to? I, I didn't, I didn't ask. I, I don't mind working clean, but I've already, <laughs> can't get the toothpaste back in the tube, baby. Oh, and that's nothing to do. If you do get do any of that hype train stuff, I'm not gonna see it. I don't know how to get to it. I'm not. I'm I'm going through Streamyard here. So if it's going off, someone tell me in the in the chat, would you? Walt Walker, you come on, stop, guys. Come on. You guys are making me suspicious of my mirrors because I see what's going on here. But then you're all complimentary. Y'all are just too nice. Too nice. Who's gonna shoe check Wesling? Oh, shoe check. We gotta show our kicks. I'm not going to hike my foot up because I'm fucking fat. I'll take off a shoe and show it to you. It's a, it's just a Nike running shoe. I don't know if you need to see what model it is. I don't even think that's the model. Uh, big AF, dirty. There you go. That was your shoe check. can't remember what it's called. I can give you the 
give you the QR code. You want the QR code? Want to buy that at home? Here, if you want to buy this shoe at home, there's a QR code. You can. Yeah, it's big too, baby. Size 13. Johnny knows how to party. All right, so there you go. That was a shoe check. I don't know if I was. Ouch! Shit! Fucking hurt my ankle. My fat ass. We'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you, Stephen. Appreciate that. Shelby! Oh my god, Shelby, I haven't seen you or heard from you in forever, darling. Hope all is well. Cheers, Mazel. I don't even have a beverage. I was not prepared for this shit. It's bullshit. But Shelby, uh, Lifetime Achievement Award, you always get a jug. The jug of love. Here's to Shelby. Uh, here's to all the parents who I know are counting the days until school's out. In both directions. Happy and sad about it. Here's to the teachers. Here's to the teachers who had the worst year of school in the history of mankind putting up with everybody's bullshit. I'm about to take a swig of this fucking COVID shine. There you go. We're doing great. We're doing great, everybody. We've already consumed 25 minutes of the two-hour broadcast, and I haven't really said shit. All right, let's do a check on the score. Is it a final? It's a final. Ladies and gentlemen, Astros have defeated... The Minnesota Twins, 11-3, right? Is that final? No, they're going to the bottom. Shit, I can't tell. Stand by. Refreshing the page. No, it's not a final yet. God damn it, I just jinxed it. Oh, watch, and they're going to come back. They're down 11-3 in the bottom of the ninth. Watch the Twins completely rally, have the comeback of the ages, and uh, it's all my fault. Just like, uh, just right, fucking Brian T McTaggart. Uh... Jinxing Verlanders, no hitters. Yeah, no. Top, bottom of the ninth. All right, so it's eleven three. Told you guys, I am, I am not in sports talk shape. I haven't kept up with anything. I don't know what's going on. Nothing. Let's get back to the chat. Titty Pookie. Oh, hey, what's up, Nightbot? Oh yeah, that's probably not a person. I probably should have known that because it says bot in it. Oh, poverty alarm going off again. Hey, what's up? You're probably a Capital One. <laughs> Keep trying, man. We're getting there. We're getting there. All right. Uh, yeah, I probably should. Oh, yeah, Barry didn't give me. Normally, like when I've guessed, but it's been uh, Johnny in the Hole. Uh, Barry will give me liners to read, uh, ads to, to play in a certain order. This time, he's like, do you want to do it or not? And I was like, oh, girl, I'll do it. And he's like, all right, here's the link. Bye. <laughs> So, there you go. That counts as a liner. Hey, everybody. Let me read it for Nightbot. Hey, Nightbot wants to remind you, you can connect your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account and subscribe to Barry on Deck for free. Go to https colon slash slash gaming dot Amazon dot com slash home. There you go. I read a liner. I'm going to build Jeff Bezos because it had Amazon in it. So, uh, Seth Rogen is his doppelganger. Yeah, that, yo. When I was, uh, years ago, that played more to my favor. Now I feel bad for Seth Rogen when people compare the two of us. I'm like, oh, man, I still look like Seth Rogen. He was supposed to be doing so much better than that. Poor guy. Poor guy. Virginia Buttonweed! Oh, my goodness. I, I haven't talked to Virginia Buttonweed in too damn long. Good to see you. Good to be chatting with you again. Hope you're enjoying the show. And you, you're saying that this is cleaner than average. Yeah, you're right. I forget. I just I didn't know. I didn't know when Barry moved over to Twitch and during the day, if he was going that corporate route, trying to keep it clean. You never know. And then, you know, you, you guys know Barry. Barry like, man, I've got to keep it clean. And then we'll immediately get pissed about something and say, Astro's Twitter can go fuck itself. You know, so. Yeah, my bad. My bad. 
cleaner than average. I'll take that. Oh, hold on, wait. There's a follow-up. You can cuss, just no nipple, according to Barry. Good to know. I wasn't the nipple was not in play, but it's good to know that's where it's at. Oh, what's up? 7012 easy. 7012 easy. I'm just gonna call you easy. Thanks for the hundred biddies, Bubba. Good to meet you. Good to play my little my little COVID jug for you. Mm, as long as I can smell it, I don't have it. And it smells like cinnamon. Cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon. Uh, Virginia Wetner, you want you call yourself from the home line. Oh no, 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 no. I don't I don't want to know the number. The, the only reason we have a landline, we got the landline when we moved into this house because uh, where we live is its own little tiny city. And if you call 911 from a cell phone, it doesn't go to the city. So we're like, all right, you get a landline. It, it literally is only our uh, emergency phone. Like if some shit were to go down, I could grab that phone and get the local cop here. Toot sweet. So that's the only reason. So I don't want to, I don't want to know that number. I don't want to mistakenly call that number. Uh, when our uh, teenager was grounded, we took away her cell phone for a week. Uh, it, it took her about three days to put it together in her head that she could grab the, the landline phone and call her friends. And when I caught her using it, it was funny because it was one of her friends called back and the caller ID when that rings pops up on the cable. So all of a sudden we see one of her friend's names and a local number. And I'm like, oh, she figured out the landline. And then you know what? We thought about it. We're like, okay, you know what? She's not in trouble. That's craftiness. She figured that shit out. We grounded her from her cell phone. We took away her smartphone. Luckily, she provided the smart and used the phone over there. So we're like, all right. I appreciate a good uh, uh, a good crafty loophole. She figured it out. She got to use it. Yeah, Virginia Bunley, I don't want to know the number. That's the problem. Wait, Potch. Oh, okay. It jumped ahead again. All right, Mark G. Sorry, I'm going too slow on the chat. Appreciate all your chatting. I'm just going to keep doing this. As long as you keep feeding me in the chat, I'm just going to keep doing this. We're going to keep bullshitting. Throw in some topics. Uh, 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 throw in some trivia questions. You want to? I told you, I'm not up to date on anything. Right now, like I was thinking about it like, oh, okay, I got to do a sports talk show. Um, well, hold on, I'll read that in a second, Mark. Uh, I was like, I'm going to do a, a sports talk show. I should probably bone up on what's going on. And then I just opened up ESPN and went to the NBA page, and my eyes glossed over. I was like, oh, fuck that. I was like, okay, well, hockey. Hockey's got playoffs going on. I go to the, that page, same thing. And then football. Like, okay, that's always that's the that's the cheat code for doing sports talk. You can always you can talk football uh, twelve months out of the year. So there's always something you can talk about in football. And I go to football, and the main story was Tom Brady signs a contract to be the highest broadcast, highest paid broadcaster ever. Not the highest broadcaster ever. That would ooh, that's a good question. Who would be the high? Joe Namath kind of be up there. It wasn't during his broadcasting career was it anyway uh it was the tom brady uh, signing the deal to to be you know call games on fox as soon as he retires and that just made me irritated so i'm like no you know what i'm just gonna go blind so you can um you can true or false me you can basically make up a sports headline and i have to figure out if it's real or not <laughs> you could say which teams are in in the playoffs in basketball or hockey and i have to guess whether you're right or not and i probably don't know i think i know a couple of the teams that are still left in the nba playoffs but i haven't watched any of the games all right uh let me keep going down the hold on he's <laughs> i lost it but uh virginia button said, well what if it's a cool number <laughs> Oh, there it is. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about that. Like, what if it smells dick fart or something like that? You know what I mean? Or, or ass creme. 
Oh, I, 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 if I remember correctly, I don't remember what the number was, but when we did sign the service, we did see it briefly, and I, I want to say that I'm sure that it doesn't spell anything. Like, it's got a zero or two in it that ruins the spelling, right? Because zero doesn't have any letters for the cool spell out. You know. Or Virginia Buttonweeds, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think we now know your password to your email, Virginia Buttonweed. I bet it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Dimata, you have a landline? Like, do you use it often? Is it on a wire? And is it on like the, the, the bouncy cord in the kitchen? You know, do you, is it one of those? Do you actually use it or you just have it for, and then can she use a rotary phone? She probably would figure that out. She's pretty, she's crafty, that one. She figured out the landline enough. Uh, I do, she did admit though that she didn't understand the press talk feature. Like, she didn't know to press talk to get the dial tone and then dial the number. She was trying to, like, she didn't even know that you had to press the, 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 the yeah, it, she was fucking it up. It took her a while to figure out how to place a call on a, on a landline. That's, that's funny to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like to just give her a newspaper and see if she figures that out. Well, like, what? Flip Rodriguez, what's up? Was that the, uh, yeah, no, no, that was, uh, that was someone else. What's up, Flip? Good to see you, man. Howdy. Howdy to you too, amigo. Thanks for coming on. And of course, Poch Gaming, it, it's not surprising that Dimata has a landline. Oh, why do you say that? Is it, is having a landline, uh, is it kind of a okay boomer move? Is it a, is it a hood move? Fill us in, Poch Gaming. I'd like to know exactly how I'm offended, because I have a landline. <laughs> oh, Chris Fermina. Okay, good. It is official. Final score. 11-3. Thank God. I was worried I, I, I jinxed them. And if they'd have scored two runs, you guys would have been fucking yelling at me. Like, oh, these poor dudes are coming back. Well, it's like, you fucking did it. Mark G, I'd love to see Brady high. Well, haven't we, though? Didn't remember uh, one of the Tampa uh, the Tampa Bay um, uh, uh, boat parade? He was pretty fucked up. Drunk. We've seen, we've seen Tom Brady all the way white girl wasted drunk. Coors Light drunk at that. Hot on a boat in Tampa. Uh, sweaty, sunburnt, beer drunk. But I don't know if we've seen him high. That would be great. That would be fun. Like like marijuana high, I'm guessing. Okay, that's not an email I need to read. Virginia Buttonweed dominates Dennis Miller for the highest broadcaster. You know what? Uh, uh, I've met Dennis Miller one time at the, I want to say the the improv in L.A. I didn't like, talk to him more than, oh, hey, what's up? But uh, the book on him is that he's not a, he's not really a high guy. He's not a... He's not a he's not a, a abuser of, of substances as far as as far as what I heard. You'd be surprised who is. Chris Romina, thank you for your sports broadcasting uh, uh, co-producing here. Uh, the second game, the full game, and the the as scheduled game in uh, Minnesota is at 3 p.m. and uh, projected starters. Brrr. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> is this the next one? Time for the next one. Let's see, where's the next one? Should be another one. I think I gotta go back. Oh, okay. Final viewing. Here we go. There it is. So your Houston Astros are twenty and eleven now, and it looks like we got Luis Garcia uh, versus Josh Winder or Winder, Winder or Winder. It's a mystery. If you're a Twins fan, you're probably yelling at me right now. Like, well, you're fucking Winder, man. We've been following this guy since he was drafted. Blah blah blah. Like same way we love our our. Uh, our prospects, you know, and our rookies, they're like little puppies. No one else knows who the hell they are. 
Like right now, there's someone in, in uh, Minnesota going, I don't know, they got some Luis Garcia. I don't know who he is. You mean ALCS hero? Luis Garcia? How dare you? How dare you? Uh, TD Pookie, the Rockets to the Western Conference. I believe the Rockets are already in the West. But I think they should move to the East, to be honest with you. I've made that argument on, on these shows before, I think. The Rockets should move to the East, you know. But I also don't care. Potch Gaming, that would be a solid number right there. 713-420-6969. Do you mind calling that number just to see who answers? I'd be afraid to. I don't want to wind up on a list. But if that's not a head shop, you know, or a, uh, one of the dildo stores, <laughs> I know that's not what they're called. Uh, sex shops? What would you call that? Where do you where do you buy dildos at? Dildo store? I'm going to go with dildo store. I bet if you call 713-420-6969, I bet whoever answers that has a healthy supply of Delta 8 just ready. Someone call that number and, th and tell me who answers. Uh, I think you're talking about Dennis Miller. Yeah, no, Dennis Miller uh, was really bad at being a sports broadcaster, and it had nothing to do with his uh, state of inebriation, which is impressive. That was just, that was just assholeness. All right. <laughs> Potch Gaming, yeah, I, I get it. It's a boomer move. I'm okay with it. I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, Virginia Button, we had a Westling call on air. Well, I'm not going to call from my phone because that could be a scam number. <laughs> and I don't have any other way to call. Anyway, someone call me and tell me that it's cool first, and then I'll call. And All right, here's a boomer move. I don't know how to do uh, caller ID blocking on my cell phone. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> Titan Hugo, uh, what happened to the pod bean? I don't know. I had no idea. No idea. Uh, I'm a substitute today, so if you have any questions, uh, I, I refer you to the, the uh, Monday. Come back on Monday uh, and ask Barry. He'll tell you. I don't know what happened. If I'm guessing, it got too expensive. Not enough people were listening. Chris Reyes, yes, call on air. I'm a fucker. I don't have a burner phone. If I had a burner phone, I would do it and just put it on speakerphone. The microphone's over here. I was holding it up to the camera. That's the, no, that's the, that's the picture phone, not the fucking... Sorry. Uh, uh, TD took our pookie. I'm not going to write that. I'm not going to put that up there. How dare you? Oh, Alex on the way of a call from the landline. That's not a bad idea. Uh, let me think about it. Let me think about that. That's a that's clever. Clever. <laughs> and then Virginia, but we, everyone jumped in. Oh, everyone call from the landline. Use the landline, John. I know. Heartthrob, uh, John is so far behind on sports, you could tell him that Tiger Woods hit a 75-yard triple in the 10th inning on Saturday to win the Kentucky Derby, and he'd believe it. I would. Uh, I, you'd lose me somewhere around the, the 10th inning park. But, eh, you know, he doesn't play in baseball. Uh, but what about Rich Strike? All right, I know this much about sports. I saw this happen. I was at the airport during the Kentucky Derby on my way home, and 80-1 uh, to 1 long shot gets in last second on a scratch. I love that story. I love that story. I love that camera angle where they follow him, march his way up through the through the pack to the front. Not nah, rich strike. Good job for him. Good job for him. Relatively unknown, dirt cheap horse. 
all of a sudden the Kentucky Derby champ. I hope I, I, if I own rich strike, I never let that son of a bitch run in another race ever again. I retire him right now, take him out to a beautiful pasture in Kentucky and charge people to let him fuck their horse. That would be my job in life. That's exactly what I would do. And I would be so happy and I would drink beer all day, every day. And I would watch my horse fucking make money for me in a field. And that's what I would do. Don't don't take that horse. You're not going to win the triple crown, rich strike. You're not going to go eighty to one and then march through a triple crown. Do not, don't don't let that let that horse retire right now. Is that a, what is that? Is that a booger? That was a booger. We had a booger live on Barry on deck. That's impressive. God damn, that was there for a while too. I got to scroll all the way down the the chat see if uh, see if anyone's like, hey, anyone going to tell them about the booger? Nope, no one did. No one saw it. Just me. Okay, good. Oh, okay. Well, uh, uh, Dave T23 with some uh, solid stalker work or detective work, depending on how you look at it. Uh, Amber Noe, Huffman, Texas. Okay, well, all right. No, all right, I'm going to call off the dogs. Let's not do any more research. Uh, if, you had a, if you had Up in Smoke or one of the big head shops, wouldn't you offer Amber Noe a lot of money to have the number 713-420-6969? How does like tr- not even treasure? Treasures is too fancy. One of the one of the lower end strip clubs. How does a strip club not got this number? Damn, Amber. No, you think she's had that number for long? Like, is that her family's number? Like, are they original Houstonians and they've just been around so long and they don't even know that their number is four twenty sixty nine sixty nine? Good job, Dave. Dave T twenty three. Amber, the N is silent, so Amber Oe, Amber Amber O, Amber. Okay, I don't. Christopher Reyes, I bet Amber is hot. See, this is why you're on watch list, Christopher Reyes, because uh, you're just going by a phone number and that her name is Amber, and in in your perverted head, you made her uh, hot. That's too. That's a, that's a bridge too far, man. I think she's just probably just a regular person. You know what I mean? I don't. I I can make no judgment on her rack. Or her booty meets. She's thick. I don't know. I can't tell these things by the name. I bet she's cool if her phone number is 420-6969. Alex Villanueva with uh, some stalker advice here. Tell them they won a prize from KQ. Kakukuka. We're going to go from Kakukuka. Okay. All right. <laughs> from Weto in the morning. They won Donna star 69 still works to conceal your number. Does it? Is it six? I thought that was the, that's the call return. So if I put star 69 and then, uh, the number, uh, you're going to get, you're going to get me fucked up. Yeah. Titan Hugo, same thing. One star 69, the call back. And then heartthrob says, uh, star 67. A lot of us have been up to some shady business in the last 20 years. If we know all these codes, uh, Virginia Buttonweed call and pretend to be a shop offering to buy it. Okay, we're getting close to fraud, almost close to crime. So let's uh, let's keep it sexy. Uh, Potch Gaming, Rick's Cabaret needs that number. Absolutely, that's a good one. Or what was the even one that was shadier than that? Michaels, oh, right there off of fifty nine. Oh my God, that's uh, STDs were aerosolized in that place. Fun time, so great seafood buffet. Not even lying. I ate shrimp in the dark at Michaels. Uh, cabaret, I guess, or I'm not, I'm not, my, my, I have a little bit of, uh, I think the long COVID brain fog because I'm losing uh, my ability to grab words out of thin air. 
like what do you call a dildo store why can't I not come up with that word what's another word for cabaret shit uh, Christopher Reyes yes I do Virginia Buttonweed no any Ambers that don't oh okay I lost uh, what you were responding to but I'm guessing that's on the uh, is Amber hot or not uh, yeah, Reyes also assumes that she's a redhead mm, I, you know what now I think you might we're going to build a profile we need a profiling expert just going by the number and the name Amber Noe what do you think she looks like what's the, what's the age range of Amber Noe of Huffman Texas I'm going to say 18 to 28. I'm going to say probably 20. Not quite 21 yet, but 20. I think she's 20 years old. I think she waits tables. Not like an olive garden, but something like it. Some place where she is required to have flair. And she's waited at tables near the freeway. And she vapes. She definitely vapes. Amber definitely vapes. Christopher Reyes tends to differ. She's saying 40s. Oh, so you think she's a Gen Xer? You think Amber Noe is Gen Xer? <laughs> Shenanigans, yes! No, yes. <laughs> well done. Good broken lizard pull. Uh, Virginia Button, we were the right answer, though. Applebee's. Absolutely. This is this is an Applebee's waitress. Or bartender. Or bartender. Bartender. Now that I say it out loud, this is a bartender. This is someone who serves drinks. Absolutely. And I think that she's given her number to someone and they thought that it was bullshit. And she's like, ha ha. TD Pookie, shots fired. There is no restaurants in Huffman, only feed stores. Well, maybe she's on that 80-20 sweet feed. You know, I mean, she got a... She's carbo-loading. Potch says she's a bartender at like dirt bar not at great people some of my best friends have been bartenders at places like the dirt bar yeah i, I, I bet amber's a, i bet amber's a good hang i bet she's cool i bet she's cool <laughs> dave chewies oh my god i am starting to see this person i can see this person yep i think she she probably knows close friends wise six dealers She's real particular about the strains of weed she likes uh, and her vape flavors. And she's had a vape explode in her purse before, and she won't stop telling that story. And she really, really, really thinks she wants to be a teacher someday, but she's not going to be a teacher. Virginia Buttonweed, let's find out if she's a homeowner. Be right back. No, come on now. Look, we're not going to run. I don't want to know FICO scores and shit. On, on Amber Noe here. But I would guess low. I, if I had to guess. I don't even think it's. I don't even think it comes up. Look at that. Look at it. You can look at you vultures. <laughs> She's finding out it's a homeowner. Donna. Go for it. Chris Reyes. Yes. <laughs> Potch Gaming. She wants to be a vet tech. That's that's a good. That's right. She, she gave up on her dream of being a teacher. Because she helped a friend raised some puppies that they found and she saved one of their lives because it ate a bologna wrapper and she pulled it out. So now she wants to be a vet tech and she's really good at like cutting her cat's nails. So she's like, I could do this. She probably could probably could 
noble word. Ruby Rod, someone look her up on Facebook. I feel bad for this girl. Do you think before 4 o'clock p.m. here in the Central Time Zone that Amber Noe will be in this chat? Can we get... If we can somehow reach out to her and tell her if she's not already on Twitch. Do you think Do you think Amber Noe is on Twitch already? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say 20% chance she is, 80% chance she's not. But let's get her on Twitch and in this chat. And legit, no, I don't want to see Amber Noe on a mobile. We don't need that. Let's see if we can get the actual legit Amber Noe in this Twitch saying what's up and telling us about about her phone number 713-420-6969 now is this going to be a contest i don't know if someone if some one of you intrepid uh deckheads makes that happen i'll make you a shirt of your design send it to you if we can get a verified amber noe presence in this chat without harassment without threats without extortion okay i feel like I know you guys well enough that I have to legally say that. H-Town dude, she has over two cats. So you're saying the over-under on cats is 2.5, right? Because two, if she has two cats, that's a push. You're saying over two. So over-under on cats in her possession or, or like actual ownership of? Because I think she could have two cats, but there's three or four cats at her place. And one of them is just like a, an apartment complex cat. And then one is a friend's cat who she's watching until they get out of jail. TD Pookie, she wants to be a vet tech connected to the feed store. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That's smart, right? You gotta, if you're gonna be a vet tech, you gotta be right next to, the, yeah, that, 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 that tracks. I don't know how rural Huffman is anymore. I don't think it's a, it's not like, it's not like George West. It's not like uh, Eagle Pass. Well, Eagle Pass is good. Virginia Buttonweed says uh, she she is not a homeowner. Well, I, I, okay. Well, I, I think that was the odds-on favorite there. The phone number 713-420-6969. Not a homeowner. Make her trend on Twitter. Dude, if I could do that, if I could make anything trend on Twitter, don't you think we would have fucking done that with Barry on Deck or Sports Riot or After Later? That's my fucking life's work is to try to make shit trend on Twitter, and I can't do it. The only thing I ever got close to, to having as a viral hit was a blog I used to do years ago called Hot Mannequin Tits. And it was exactly what you think it is. It was pictures of hot mannequin tits. And it did pretty well, like million hits or something like that. That was like 2006, seven. I can't get shit to trend now. Not without racism involved, you know. There's four on Facebook. I sent messages to all of them. Look at you, Christopher Ray. I said, well, you know what? I don't feel bad. I, I thank you for doing that. We, uh, we definitely appreciate your efforts, but I feel like you were already blindly messaging women on Facebook anyway, and you just folded that one in. Like, thanks for the lead. Put that in there. <laughs> okay, I went too far. You know I love you, Christopher Reyes. Get her in the chat. Virginia Buttonweed, that's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to do here. I got to catch up to the. Oh. Virginia Buttonweed, you're using your skills for for good and evil here. It's how you found the guy that used to always thumbs down Barry. I remember that. I remember thumbs down Gate. No, wait, there's not thumbs down or thumbs ups here on Twitch, is there? I can't remember. I don't even. I don't even. I can't on my laptop anymore. And get to Twitch while I'm doing a stream. It's either one or the other because my laptop's dying. <laughs> but I like that. I'd, remind me never to piss you guys off. You'll know too much about me. 
Once you get past page two of the Google search, it gets salty. Damn it, it's a landline. Is it? Tell me it is. Oh my god. I bet I bet it's a landline, and if you answer it, you get sucked back up into the matrix. Where your body is plugged in like a human battery, except uh, it's not like a viscous slime, it's all bong water. And you were just you'll find out later that you are a, a wet nug that shot through a water bong and you were just in the in the filthy froth. Only two landlines left in Texas, and we found them both. No shit. I wonder, I wonder what would happen if my landline called her landline. Would that create some sort of dimensional bridge between the two of us? Is it a fax? Oh. Have you ever accidentally called a fax machine? That's like the fucking army of the 12 monkeys. Christopher Reyes, I sent a text. Oh, God. What did you, what did you put in the text? Copy paste the whatever is in the text in the chat. I got to see Chris Reyes's introductory text <laughs> to, to poor Amber Noe of Huffman, Texas. <laughs> that would be hilarious, dude. If you called that number and all of a sudden that rang, that would be fucking perfect, perfect. No, trust me. If my no, if my phone number was seven one three four twenty sixty nine sixty nine, I would have had that first off. Uh, switch to my cell phone immediately and I would have my old cell phone number be my landline number if possible but if I was ever in possession of that number I would sell shirts with that shit on I would be that would trend that would go viral so yeah if you do get a hold of her let, ask her what it takes to buy that phone number even if she won't come on the uh, on the chat on the show with us um, let's at least do that if you're just stumbling upon this show and you have no idea, please do not judge Barry on deck by the broadcast today. I am a fill in. I'm a substitute teacher. What you're seeing right now is the equivalent of uh, a stoned person bringing the TV on the tray and playing Thor Ragnarok for you guys. That's what my daughter's watching in class, by the way, her AP history class. They already took the AP exam. So now they're watching Thor Ragnarok. Public schools, baby. Diamata, do I have two landlines? Uh, no, just one landline number, but there's three cordless phones uh, scattered throughout the house attached to it. They are so you said you just texted her. They are talking to you, talking about you on a Twitch. <laughs> well, be sweeter than that. I mean, you're like, hey, what's up? I'm I'm Christopher Reyes. I'm an associate producer of the Barry on Deck program, and our guest host, John Wessling. Uh, we're talking about your phone number. We'd like to, you know, you got to think like you think like you work at uh, CW 39 or something like that. Yeah. Right. It is a little creepy. Christopher Reyes. I appreciate your, your, um, your stick to itiveness. Um, but yeah, that's a little. Damn. <laughs> catch more with, with, uh, uh, sugar than, What's he saying? You catch more bee, you catch more bees with honey than than vinegar. That's gross. I'm so glad that I mentioned the number. Potch, I am too, brother. We've we've made quite a show out of this so far. Yeah, I'm with TD Pookie on this. Uh, Chris Reyes, you're gonna unless you get a response soon, you're probably gonna want to leave town for a while. You know what I mean? I recommend getting like a uh, like a, well, it was Courtyard by Marriott Hotel, something like that size, that class, somewhere here in town, 
uh, get in the room and then putting your wallet and your phone and a whole bunch of that stuff in the hotel room safe and then get in your car and, and just don't tell anyone what direction, but drive for at least like two tanks of gas and then lay low buy a burner. You'll, we'll let you know when it comes back and just come back here to Barry on deck and Barry will uh, say the code phrase or there'll be some sort of hidden message in, in his light wall behind him to let you know that it's okay, okay to come back or just keep running, keep running. What? baby g seven one th- is that did you find her email address are you fucking shitting me if it's if her well hey sound dude is that is that her email address rather we might have to just kill this show <laughs> we're gonna have to de- destroy the evidence of this conversation Virginia button we uses that landline for her aol dial up yeah that's right she's still getting them cds you gotta get them 500 hours joints the big boys, right? I got some pictures I want to look at. I need some dial up. <laughs> what is this? Everyone needs to know the history of Asgard. That's a good point. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, my daughter in AP history watching Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is, and it's it's a very uh, important movie in the uh, in the MCU and the whole that. So yeah, no, you're, you're right. So I guess you're right. My daughter, it is advanced uh, placement, right? AP history. They're supposed to look at things differently. Nope. It's not what we thought. That would have been too crazy. That number would have popped up. It is not. It was not. It was. It was that number. <sighs> but I suppose I could call. I, I never even used this phone. It's covered in dust. That's disgusting. So anyway, we're a couple, a uh, couple of minutes away from first pitch. <laughs> Winder, yeah, Winder, Josh Winder, Josh Winder, pitching for the uh, Minnesota Twins. One point six one ERA. That's probably good. Sounds like that's probably good. You know who's going to help me know if that's good or not? We're going to have to get our shit together here because uh, in uh, uh, fifteen minutes, Dez from Apollo, Apollo Dez, Apollo Dez one on Twitter. If you're nasty, he likes to party. He's going to join me. Uh, I guess he usually comes on with Barry on Thursdays and. So we, we lined that up. I love their work. I like their shirts. I like everything about their 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 uh, company, I guess I call it. There's that fog again. Uh, so I'm looking forward to talking to Des. He'll be with us in about a quarter of an hour. I need to go uh, take a leap. But we did it, guys. We did a, we did the first hour with Barry on deck on a Thursday, on Stalker Thursday. Here, Christopher Ray. <laughs> this is the truest most accurate uh, message in the whole chat. Not my first restraining order. Get him, Clayboy. He's like, you already got the... <laughs> oh, does that work? Tony, can you do that? Can you just declare to the FBI, I'm not a part of this. I was not part of this. You can't Rico me. I'm unrecoable. I was. I just made comments about soccer early. 
Once I got to the number, I didn't I didn't keep it up. Chris Romina, thank you. That's good to know. I was just getting a little self-conscious that we were going off the rails too bad. Uh, so yeah, this is on, we're on brand. We're still good. Uh, Chris Romina, that, that's the feds. It might be. Is that the feds would call from a 281 number? I thought they were downtown. It's the same building you get your passport at, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, look at that Virginia Buttonweed saying, uh-uh, motherfucker, you're not getting out of this. You're with us. My daughter should be getting home soon here. So anyway, I'm going to take a quick little uh, uh, lavatory break. See if I got any more boogers lurking in my uh, mustache area. Uh, you guys keep stalking. We'll be right back in uh, just a second. You know what to do. <laughs>
we're back. Actually, I was back about a minute ago, but I mean, I know how much you guys love that. There was no way I was going to cut that short. Hey, welcome to Hour 2 with Barry on Deck. I'm your host, John Wessling, today, filling in for Barry Lamanac, who is en route to Cape Girardeau, Missouri, at the Laughing Gas Comedy Club. If you're in that area of Missouri, first thing I'd say to you is run, get the fuck out of there. But if you're stuck and you're going to be there throughout the weekend, I can't recommend uh, going to this comedy show enough. Go see William Lee Martin, Barry Lamanac, together at last. Uh, they're in the, the, the heart of America, really. Just just a little bit south of St. Louis. So anyway, I decided I'm going to have me a beer today. <clears throat> I forgot that I had some badass German beer in the fridge, and I got a perfect excuse. I'm technically working right now, so what's up, y'all? Little little Polina from München. That's, that's Munich for the uninitiated. So why not? Why not? It's good. I'm spoiled on German beer, by the way. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Maybe I'm biased because I'm German, but German beer is so good. You know what I mean? Like, I, I look, I, I love a good domestic American beer, hot day, nothing like a, a cold Coors Light when, when when the moment's right. Hits spot, but boy, I tell you, man, German beer, all German beer is good. I I just did a, a tour through Germany. I like. I haven't seen you guys in, in months and months and months. Uh, one of the trips, it's not all cruise ships, folks. Uh, I spent three weeks in uh, uh, Europe with some very good friends on a uh, Armed Forces Entertainment tour. Uh, some of you, if you follow me on Instagram at the John Wessling, you would have seen uh, all my pictures. They're great, by the way. Uh, we went all over Europe, all over Germany, and uh, German beer is so good. It's like an it's an extra level of good, you know. Like it's strong, kicks like a mule, but it doesn't give you like angry Kid Rock. Uh, infield at a NASCAR race vibes. Instead, you get like ate a good meal, super happy. Sure, I can sing vibes. You know what I mean? It's good. It's good. Like it, and and no hangovers. Like we we pounded some German beers. Woke up the next day, all a little light sensitive and kind of hungry. That was it. That's the mildest. Ooh, I mean, I'm an American. I'm 46 years old. If I had two of these, but you know. Like a shiner. I'll be fucking hurting tomorrow. Not now. German beer, baby. Mm. German beer was good. Dimata, did we see any F1 in uh, Europe? Uh, we did not get to go to any uh, Grand Prix or Grand Prix, Grand Pies, or however you say it, plural. But we did drive by the one in um, uh, Belgium. We saw the track from driving by on the Autobahn. Hole, very fancy. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's the Belgian one. The one in Belgium. Yes, the Belgian Grand Prix. <laughs> that was cool. I love F1, but here's the thing, uh, Dimata. Uh, I may have told you this before. I don't like watching F1 races live. What I do like is waiting a couple of months and watching the show on Netflix, The Drive to Survive. I wish all sports were covered in that fashion. And the it, that's that's how I prefer to consume my F1. When I see like a big controversy happen about F1 or in a race or something like that, I don't want to go watch the race. I want to see the episode on Netflix. I want to see the one-hour drama boiled down about it. That was good. Chris Ray is cheers in with your course. Like, hey, here's a cheers to all of y'all. Here's a cheers to all the deckheads. Here's a cheers to the Barry for letting me fill in there. Here's a cheers for my family tolerating my foolishness, talking all loud in this room. There's like an emotional shit going on in the other room. It's crazy. But here's cheers to all of you guys. Let's see, did I drink enough to do this? <gasps> Too high pitch yet. <sighs> nope, can't get there. Here's cheers to Amber Noe of Huffman, Texas. 
she of 713-420-6969 fame. <gasps> nope, still not there yet. Mm. I got a bunch more of those. This can be a long hour. In about six minutes or so, and I'll pop him in as soon as he gets here. Uh, Des from Apollo Media will be joining us. Got any Astros questions, thoughts, concerns? Uh, anything you want to ask? Go ahead and throw those in the chat, and I will stockpile those. Virginia Buttonweed wants to know how was Budapest, or as they call it, Budapest, like Budapest. Did you go to the church with the arm of a thief hanging by the entrance? Uh, <clears throat> now we didn't get to spend that much time in Budapest proper. Uh, that was the very beginning of our tour. We flew directly into Budapest. Well. Flew from uh, Houston to Amsterdam to Budapest. But then we get picked up and, and uh, driven about three or four hours to uh, Papa Air Force Base, which is like a NATO base. That's where we went. <clears throat> uh, but, so we didn't get to spend much time in actual proper Budapest. But this was also like one week after uh, the war in Ukraine started. And they're right next to Ukraine. So that was a little bit of a pucker factor five. I ain't going to lie to you. We wanted to get the hell in and out of Hungary as fast as possible. Uh, but it was cool. I, we wanted to go to that. I know the one you're, you're talking about. Uh, but we, in, in Papa, we walked all over. We saw a whole bunch of cool stuff. We got to walk inside an empty church. It was spooky. It was like a, was like a zombie movie. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, day one, Donna. I saw you with Caroline Picard. How's she doing? Yeah, I was working with the Cajun Queen. Uh, traveling all over Europe with her. I mean, we had an absolute blast. You know, I've, I've known Caroline for about 25 years or more. And uh, this was the like the longest we've ever got to work together. It was a great adventure. Like we worked on cruise ships uh, together for a long time, but it was it was a treat. Uh, we did one big show in uh, Hohenfels, Germany, which is like big army training center, and it was for over a thousand uh, troops. And I don't think you call them GIs anymore, but for lack of a better term, it was GIs, right? And uh, I would say the the coolest moment of the entire tour uh, was there, like just at dark over a thousand troops and i bring out caroline picard and of course you know she looks just like a seven-year-old grandmother and then she just walks up and she's like how you cocksuckers doing and they just go nuts and she's like i bet you didn't think this old lady was gonna cuss like a motherfucker and they just went absolute bonkers so watching her tell dirty dirty jokes to, to the troops for 20 minutes uh was was amazing and after the show uh, she was like a rock star she took pictures about every single person there that was great that was great i'll tell her that you asked about it too donna uh, Chris Mina with the play-by-play -play, uh, while he's waiting for the text back from uh, Amber Altuve pop out to center, top of the first, first out. All right, well then we got to talk. What's up with Altuve? Clearly he doesn't have it. Uh, he, <laughs> too soon, too soon. Okay, too soon. Let me click over here to the to the game day and uh, yeah, still zero zero. Yeah, thank you, Chris Mina. That is a live update. There's one out and it was Altuve popping up. Uh, Jeremy Pena singled on a sharp line drive to start the game, but yeah. There we go. So there. <laughs> I saw that uh, uh, Pena, Jeremy Pena, has more RBIs in Minnesota than uh, Carlos Correa has in Minnesota. That's weird. Crazy how that's worked out so far. You know, not quite to the quarter pole of the season, but right now it looks like the Astros made the right decision. But anyway, Chris Romina, Pena batting second. Are you really not going to do the whole... Uh oh, hold on. Great question here. Where'd it go? Uh, Kitty Pookie is Club Vandezex in Germany. I'm sure it is. That seems like yeah, that's an easy answer. I didn't. We didn't go to Club Vandezex or Vandezex. But when we were in uh, the Netherlands, we were in uh, Vocal Netherlands, a very beautiful place in Holland. 
and um, we had just driven all the way from the UK. Like we went on a ferry, drove from across France, Belgium, went to Bruges. Finally, get to the vocal night. We're, we get to the hotel just in time to run across the street and get something to eat. And we're walking back from um, the, the bar that we got burgers at, and it was uh, um, it said. It was uh, night cinema. So I think it said night cinema, if I remember. I got. I, I probably have the picture somewhere. But it said uh, gay cinema, straight cinema. <laughs> right? And one of the guys we were working with, he's like, "Hey, that, it says gay cinema over there." And I was like, "It also says straight cinema, but you didn't see that sign, did you?" <laughs> and right next to it was a, a like a red light bar that said Club Divorced. It was D E. Capital V O R S T, like divorced, but in in Dutch, that's a that's a that's a top shelf pun right there. So yeah, <clears throat> weird little small town, but yet they're 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 in Holland, so they're freaks. We didn't and go ahead and cut you off. Uh, no, we didn't go in there either, which was a little bit of a shame. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, no Pookie, that's Amsterdam, Netherlands, and it's from a movie anyway. It may be from a movie, Virginia Buttonween, but it's there. It's there. If not in exact name, in, definitely in spirit and in abundance. Oh, Chris Romina Bergman. Really? Bergman? Bergman. At this point, if you haven't trained your autocorrect, I, I don't know how to help you. All right, well, enough of your, uh, your what do you call it, your play-by-play -play breakdown in the chat, which I do appreciate that. And we're still efforting to track down uh, Amber Noe of Huffman, Texas with the phone number 713-420-6969. Efforting for that. But now let me bring on a guest here to Barry on Deck, all the way from Apollo Media HQ. Welcome to the broadcast. Dez, what's up, Dez? How you doing, man? What's up, brother, man? I'm good. How are you? Uh, real good, man. Thanks for uh, taking some time today. I know you're busy there. Probably rolling around in a cash, uh, a pile of T-shirt money. Probably. I'm, I'm like the Joker at the end of uh, The Dark Knight where – yeah. It doesn't matter. You're just lighting it on fire. Just, just laying around all over the place. You're the, the Apollo HQ. I'm sure that you've got a whole table full of Kobo's Q just there. <laughs> popping. We do have his hat. We have his yeah, hat. I do. Okay, good. Oh, wait, we do have the hat. Let's see the hat. I love the hat. Do we have it? Where's the hat? Yeah, where's Kobo's hat? What's up? Who's that walking around in front there? We're that's, related. That's the co-founder, Josh. Hey, what's up, Josh? Love your work. Oh, yes. Eat a dick of fire. That's my favorite hat. We're rocking. I like it. It is tight. Mm. How are you, John? I'm good, bud. I'm good. Um, you know, we're, we're we broadcast. Oh, I'm sipping on a little German beer, a little Polliner. A little, uh, nice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's thick. It's like beer mixed with um, with like 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 a soup broth. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like a meal. Yeah, man. It's like a, it's like an energy <laughs> it's a shake. Liquid calories. Mm hmm. Mm. So, uh, when was the last time you think the Astros had a game and a half header like today? This is a pretty interesting way to get get yeah, a whole day I of day baseball, huh? I, I don't I don't mind it though I love Dave oh. I'm a I'm a sucker for it I love it too man some of the best times of my life were businessman specials they used to call them right yeah 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 and, exactly. and honestly I'm gonna be honest here even though I love the Astros run that they're on and and believe me I love basking in the success of pennant after pennant after pennant but when they sucked the day games were even better because there was no one there but you <laughs> you know what I mean. You could get the Diamond Club for free back then. Oh, dude, they didn't give a shit. Especially, I, you're a young guy. You won't remember this. I'm a, I'm an old, I'm an old dog. I'm 46. We used to, 
the late nineties, we used to go to the, the Astrodome all the time. I was a young comic just sort of starting off in Houston and Astrodome for a day game was the absolute best and any game really, because they didn't give a shit what your ticket said after about the fourth inning. So you could buy the, the $3 outfield upper deck. And by the end of the game, you're sitting with the Braves players wise behind the dugout on TBS. You know That's what I mean? Awesome. They didn't yeah. give a shit. They were just happy you showed up and were there. That, that was in early days of Minute Maid. Same thing, man. Same thing. Yeah, day game is great. Yeah, I, I remember very vaguely the, the dome days. Uh, but being a kid, my dad would just, he's a police officer. But so he'd get off work and be like, hey, want to go to the game? And just be like, hell yeah. Yeah. Like, he'll, he'll pull me out of school and take me to the games. It was, it was awesome. That is pretty cool. That's a cool dad. That's a cool dad right there. That's a strong dad move, you know. A big time dad move. You know, I always think like some, I don't have a lot of cred in Houston, but one of my, my Houston bona fides is that I did legally drink a beer at an Astros game in the Astrodome. You know what I'm saying? Oh, That's, yeah. I, I, I smoked a joint on a roller coaster at the Astro World. you know? Yeah. That's, that's enough. I remember I got, when there was no left. such thing as 281, when everyone had a 713 number. Yeah, I got left at an Astrodome, I mean, at Astroworld. Really? Parents, yeah. My parents, my cousin got bit by fire ants and everyone freaked out because she had an allergic reaction. And they were just like, and I was just sitting there on the, on the bench for like an hour. And I was just sat there and they finally came back and found me. I was like, I had to talk to my therapist about it. It's a suppressed memory, but I was just yeah. like, what are we doing here, folks? Like my, my parents just leaving me at Astroworld, but that's you know, the street that uh, raised me, man. Congrats to you for having some, some pretty uh, savvy street smarts there. How, yeah. how old a young man were you at the time? I'd be like six, seven years old. Six, I do. My youngest yeah. is six. I couldn't leave that fucker in a room by himself without him starting a fire. <laughs> hey, I, was like, a, I was a fat little kid, so they just, I was just working on my little Mickey Mouse or whatever it was, ice cream, and just sat there and, you know. Just hunkered down. Yeah. Nice, nice. Are you sure that was your family that picked you up? How clear is it, your memory? It might have not It could been. be a new this family. Be, this is actually just content. Like, 10 years down the road, like, instead yeah. of the... Oh, that'd be great. documentaries would be like, wow, it's second family raised as. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be great. Like one day you'll just be at HEB and you look across and the checker is like your long lost dad or something. And yeah. you're like, holy shit. No, that, that would be, like I said, that'd be good content. I, I like that. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick, just uh, to tie in what we were talking about earlier on the show. Apollo Media, uh, I love what you guys are doing. You're a great uh, local uh, uh, business. You guys are a straight up business, multifaceted business. What's like the, do you have a landline? Do you have like a main office number? Is there a main office number there at Apollo? There, there actually is now. We, uh, well, I'll, everyone listening and all mm-hmm. the, the deckheads and we'll, I'll just drop a little, a little tidbit. We're, we, we're, yeah. we're in a new office now. Oh, congrats. And, uh, for the internet packages that we got, they actually gave us a landline number. So we actually technically, I don't know what it is, uh, but we well, do technically have one. Let me ask you this. I'm going to, I'm going to broker a deal here now here. I now. Uh, I don't know the business structure at Apollo. Are, are, are do you have purchasing power? Or if I if I brought a great deal to the table here, would you be able to bring someone in who could who could authorize a deal? Yeah, I think we can. Okay. We can find someone around here that can authorize a deal. What if I told you that an iconic phone number may be on the market? No, now, it's not the Mike Jones number. Which okay, is, that's where which, my mind, that's where my mind went first. What if I said it's even better? It's even better than the Mike Jones number. What if I told you that the official phone number for Apollo Media could be 
420 Damn. Is that something that would pique your interest? Like, Damn. Right? That's good. That's a good one. That's, if, if the price is right, I mean, that, okay. that, that would be something. Well, we're still efforting to, uh, to contact the, the, the owner of this number. Uh, it's a, a girl named Amber Noe. She lives in Huffman, Texas, and she is not a homeowner. Hmm. That, might, that might come up in, in negotiations. But yeah, do you think, be- before we even get to like a monetary number, you guys, amazing shirts, connections. You. Do you think might be able to put together some sort of gift package that might incentivize the deal to get the phone number for you guys? Would that be something you might be interested in? I don't want to put any pressure on you. I mean, we could, I'm look, we're, we're not where we are by saying no. Uh, we we say yes and then figure it out and if it if it happens it happens so um, yeah we could we could okay I, I'm look at the end of the day I'm an accounts guy a business guy yeah. I, I, uh, we got to schmooze people you know well and, and think about it. think of the, the value of that think about when you're going around you're meeting other business owners you're trying to establish connections and shit like that and they're kind of well I don't know and you're like well I'll tell you what you just think about it look us up online and you know call me at my office. 713-420-6969. They're going to be like, holy <laughs> shit, we got ourselves a fucking deal. This is an operation. That would be, I mean, that right there is an icebreaker. It really is. Dude, that's a deal maker is what that is. That that yeah. deal pays for itself on the first call. Yeah, that you close 100% of your uh, sales and accounting and everything with that number. All day. All day. I always laugh too, and you see this a lot with people my age because they're stuck with an email address that they got when they first got their first email address. Younger people, you'll have an, a, a professional email address. You'll have a, 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 a hidden one. Guys like me, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm in real estate. I'm doing this, that. Send me an email at 311partyboy at earthlink.net <laughs> or some shit like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, you got to get a Gmail, dude. You got to get yeah, a- you, gotta, you have to. Yeah, you can't you can't be going around with your GeoCities email address. <laughs> but you can't have your aim. You can't have your aim uh, <laughs> yeah. username as your. We do have one guy, Solo Lima, who does a bunch of stuff with us. Yeah, you know, he's just a, a pillar, and he's he's just one of our best content guys around. He his his email is an AOL number, and like like whatever whatever at AOL. And I'm like, bro, like, really? what are we doing here? Like, who uses an AOL email? And he's How do like, you check it? I don't know. I, it it where, blows my mind. I'm where like, do you I, go to get that email? I don't. I, I feel like I thought it was a bit. Like, I literally thought it was a bit <laughs> for months. And he was like, hey, did you send me the email? Like, we were, you know, our, our Google Sheet or whatever and our content calendar. And he was, I was like, I, I don't have an email for you. And he's like, yeah, the AL one I gave you. I was like, bro, I thought that was a bit. Like, what are we, <laughs> like, I, I didn't know it was your actual email in the year 2022. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sad. You're like, yeah, man, just don't send me any pictures more than 500K. <laughs> it takes too long to load. Oh, man, that would be a trip. Well, uh, Des, it is a treat to, to, to get to talk to you today. I know you're a busy man. You got deals to close. We're going to we're gonna, we're gonna follow up, though. Once we track down Amber, see if, uh, see if a deal can be made for that phone number. That's a valuable piece of digital real estate right there. 100%. Let me ask you an uh, Astros-related question. It feels like it's relevant. Astros, uh, great baseball team or the greatest baseball team? Discuss. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm partial, right? But as an unbiased national <laughs> media journalist, uh, I'm gonna say the greatest. Greatest, uh, greatest. Uh, okay. No, I think, I think the 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 thing that just haunts me, right, is like in the back of my head, are we the '90s Braves, and that just like keeps me mm. up at night? Um, because 
Look, we just need one more. We need one more, and it's the bow on the Golden Age. Um, I love pennants. I know the everything's a crapshoot. The World Series have been crapshoots, even when we won. But just give me one more. One more validates it all and says, F you to all. I agree. Haters. I just think um, you're – I mean – the worst thing is you're the '90s Braves. Like that doesn't suck, but yeah, there's worse things to be. There's you could be the '90s Bills. That would be yeah. worse. No, could, '90s Braves. Bad. It the, the only bite is that they only got one title out of the deal. But other than that, a, d- a decade of dominance and Hall of Famers up and down the entire roster. Right? Yep. Shit, coaches, coaches were Hall of Famers in that group. Yep. So yeah, that's if that's the if you know what that's great. I'm glad to hear that because if that's the floor, then this is. This is house money. You're, it's house it's, money. That's right. House money. Like the whole the whole stretch, and even like with the scandal tripping everything. Like I like this has just been my eyes just house money, and I just enjoy it. Like I I go to the park and I'm just like, look at all these Hall of Famers we get to watch play. Look at yeah. all this great baseball because a decade ago we were losing 115 games. Like we sucked. It yeah. was like not even great. Was it not a good product? It, it it was just bad, and I'm just enjoying the house money and letting it ride and i think i think the extended playoffs i think this party just keeps going for a long time i think one of the next times the astros win a world series it'll be funny it'll be like an 85 win team that we've been losing to like i just yeah. feel like it's gonna be that poetic because baseball is always poetic in that way that yep. you know i think we have chances to win coming up with this this core but Man, it'll be really funny. Like our eighty-five win team is the next one that wins. That would be clever, and that is kind of how the baseball gods work. I mean, that's what they sent to fuck up the two thousand nineteen team of destiny, which one of the greatest statistical teams of baseball in history, like rivaling the twenty-seven Yankees. The two thousand nineteen Houston Astros dominated every position on the field, every stat possible. I mean, it was like golden ratio level uh, yeah. dominance, and then. A statistical fucking fluke of a World Series running up against a hot NL team where the road team won every game. That's insane. That's insane. It's unbelievable it's, that it happened. It haunts me. Like, I get last year. I get last year, like, they were they just beat us. The Braves just, yeah. were just better and beat us. But 19 will just always. That, I think 19 is my 86 version of the Ashes for my dad. That's, that that's very you perfect. I mean? That's that's absolutely no. perfect. Because yeah, people still pissed about eighty six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were st- we were at the uh, Nolan Ryan documentary uh, on Tuesday, and they had that thing. And so Terry Poole was my college coach, and he sat in front of us and some of the other eighties Astros. And that came on, and they just like, kind of all put their heads down. You know, mm. thirty plus years later, there's that still just like upsets them. Oh, yeah, and I can imagine if you're one of the people who actually attached to the team and have skin in the game, how that's got to that's gotta hurt like a bad breakup. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, or a, or like a, if no matter how many years go by, someone mentions their name and you can smell their hair. Like, same yeah. thing. Like, those guys, they're like, oh, fuck, it's so close. Yeah. Rip, rip your soul out. Now, uh, uh, Des, you played ball. You're a ball player. What? what uh, tell us a little bit about your playing career. What, what college did you play at? Yeah, I played at the Harvard of the South, uh, University of Houston, Victoria. Oh, uh, get the fuck out of here. I, I, I graduated from Victoria High School. No shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, I played I played down there uh, for Terry. Um, hey, what's the, what's the UHV? What's the, the Vipers? Jaguars. Jaguars, that's right. That's yeah. right. That area is known for its uh, predatory alpha cats. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So it was cool. I mean. Terry ran it like a pro program, which was awesome. Like if you were doing your work, 
uh, at practice only, you were never going to play. You had to carry yourself like a big leaguer. Um, it, honestly, looking back, me and him always butted heads. Uh, it, it was a love-hate relationship, but looking back, like he shaped me to be the, the man I am today. And it was cool. Like Nolan Ryan would come to our practices. Cheo Cruz would come to our practice. J.R. Richard came. Like all of his boys came. That's crazy. Yeah. And like I didn't fully grasp it then. But like then I like, you know, talked to my dad. And he's like, what? Who came to your practice today? <laughs> and so, um, no, it was awesome. I, I was like, I was a catcher in high school. And then I, Get I was actually committed to TCU before I blew my knee out. And I ended up down to Victoria. And Terry was like, look, you're not catching ever again. You're going to play third or first base. And I was like, okay. That's the only thing I've ever known is catch. So he's like, can you hit? I was like, yeah, I can hit. And so I just stayed in the lineup. And we just figured it out and worked together. And, um, it was awesome being down Man. there. I met my, my best friends for life. Got the school paid for, and you know, really. That's great, great yeah. experience, isn't it? It's a uh, it's something you can't explain to, to to other people. And I tell you, I've got friends of mine who were the same position as you, played catcher, that moved to other positions or just sort of the, you know. The, the, I always remember like the last day they caught a game, and as soon as you see a catcher who no longer has to be a catcher, it's that same look that like whenever they take guys out of the hole in prison. And they've been in there for so long. That whole, I don't have to do that anymore. I'm free. My legs don't hurt. My knees aren't broken. I'm not catching a bat in the chin. Oh, thank God. It's so easy when you're not in in mortal peril every time you, you walk out on the field. That's cool, man. And, and and did you guys ever get like uh, Doug Drayback, Ronnie Gant pop out? Um, Drayback didn't, he was supposed to, but we had, um, he's kind of old at this point. Yeah. So Dre, I saw Dre back because his son was before my time, but he was at the Woodlands and he was, you mm-hmm. know, all world. So we got to see him around the fields because we just go to every game. But um, yeah, Terry just brought all the '80s Astros out. Craig Reynolds came out. Um, yeah, all his all his boys, mainly the hitters. Terry still doesn't like pitchers that much, besides the <laughs> one. But, uh, I, I have a funny story. Uh, we were we were in the cages one time, and I was a junior, and I was with two freshmen we were getting some work in, and. We set up a tee at the other end of the, the cage, put a ball on it, put it up. We're just trying to hit line drives up the middle, trying to knock the ball off. And Terry walks by. He's in his golf shoes because he golfs before practice. And uh, he's like, what are you boys doing? I'm like, oh, you're coaching. Oh, I got the freshman. We're just working on driving the ball up the middle. And he's like, why are you trying to – he's like, why is that tee down there? I was like, oh, we're trying to hit the ball off it. And he, he's like, all right. And he starts doing, like, you know, the old man stretch like this. <laughs> and he gets in the cage, and he takes one, like, little half swing, and then he gets up and whap. Hits a line drive to the end of the cage, knocks the ball off the tee, <laughs> puts the bat down politely, walks out of the cage, and he looks at us and he goes, "That's why you're never going to be in the show." <laughs> and, and I know Terry, like, like you know, I've done my years already of like the, the, the hazing harassment of a, a coach to players, and the two, the freshmen that were made were all on the ground, like, what, "What does he mean by that?" I was like, "Ah, oh, this is Terry being Terry. Don't worry about that." But man, I tell you what, he did. I mean just like he didn't stop playing just a line drive 100 off the bat hit the hit the ball right clean off the tee it was that's impressive yeah i remember who i was talking to about this long ago or talking about this not that long ago was guys that are are are, are, any women elite professional athletes they're so they're so much better at sports than you can even imagine like you just think about the guy at the y who's really really good that guy can't even hold a candle to even the like the the eighth round draft pick guy. Yeah. You know, there's that extra level, and guys like that, guys who have years and years big league experience, and, and even in any sport, 
I, I guarantee it. Like even uh, uh, Mike Ditka with his fucked up fingers, that one time he could catch the ball just right. It might every yeah. one of them might break and snap, but he's gonna have that muscle memory that he can activate just right to make that move that one time. Those guys, it, it's a craft thing. Especially you see those old time athletes uh, playing golf, and you're like, oh, this man. guy looks old, crusty, half dead, and all of a sudden he's 380 off the tee. You're like, yeah. holy shit. They're going low. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're like, that's that's that professional athlete level that you you yeah. definitely see where, where um, what's it called, the, where your natural end of sports is. Like, uh, I always think about baseball, of all the sports, except for maybe soccer. Soccer, I think, has a global... Uh, recruiting where everyone who's really, really good at soccer is playing soccer. You know I mean? No one's fallen through the cracks. There's no Pele's out there who aren't playing in, in, in the premier league or, or, or top, right. top level of soccer. Right. And, and I feel the same thing with baseball. Every American male plays baseball up to the point to where they can no longer keep up and play baseball. Right. Yeah. 80% flame out at T-ball. And they're like, all right, my mom and dad made me try it. I sucked at it. But if everyone who's good keeps moving up to the next level, right? From Little League, then you're doing Pony League, American Legion, Mustang, whatever it is, all the way to high school, JV, varsity. If you can, everyone, if you can move to the next one, everyone does. No one says, well, I got a chance to go pro, but you know what? I'm going to be a paramedic instead. No, everyone keeps progressing as far as they will let you. And that's, that's how you wind up being a Major League Baseball player. There's no one out there working at uh, uh, the tractor supply store who can throw 105 miles an hour. Yeah. Who's undiscovered. That just doesn't exist. Right. Now you might not be, uh, you know, football player. They're, they're pulling tight ends out of personal trainer offices and shit all the time, but baseball, soccer, everyone who can do it does do it. It's crazy. You say that because I have buddies right now that are, are stuck in the minors or in the, in the show and they're sub 200 hitters right around the Mendoza line. And they're some of the best people I've ever seen play the game. And they're in the majors struggling day in and day out. And I'm like, you are the best. You are the best of us. I've, I've seen you, like, since we've grown up, you're better than everyone and everything. And, yeah, don't get me, they're getting big league paychecks. They're enjoying that life. But, yeah, I'm, like, the perspective for me, I'm just like, fuck. Like, you were the best and you're yeah. struggling. Now, what I always thought is I appreciate the closure that comes with that. Because there's no one out there who's like, oh, man, if only they gave me the chance, I could take Randy Johnson 400 feet. No, no. Yeah, there's no if there's you, no what ifs. It's, it's, it's reality. There comes a point where no matter how hot shit you are at whatever level you play, you're going to lean up against a cage and watch some guy like uh, like like Bryce Harper just complete smacking him. You're like, nope, I cannot do what this guy does. I'm not even close. I'm yeah. I can't we even face, watch we face this. Bryce. We faced Bryce when we were uh, 13. This And the, the phenom hype was already around him. Yeah. And we were in Colorado. He had a new, like a, a whole crew, a video crew following him around. And uh, the home run derby starts. And we're like, oh, you know, Bryce is in it. Our guy's in it. Our guy hits 10 home runs. Bryce only hit nine. And we're like, who's this Bryce guy? Like, our guy just beat him in the first round. They're both in the championship round. Bryce comes up. And we're like, why is he batting left-handed this round? He batted right-handed in round one. Round two, he goes first. It's 35 home runs. It doesn't even run out of outs. And then the director's like, hey, you know, Taylor, the, our, our guy's like, you're, you're up. If you match Bryce, then it, Bryce it, will finish. 
Our guy hit like six. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I was like, oh, he's different. I get it. Yeah, I, it. I see it now. Yeah, I, I see, see why now. someone's a first round pick. Yeah, and not a geez. I hope I finally get there eventually. But even yeah. but, but but then the distance between those two guys, then there's a giant layer until you finally get to the average person. So yeah, don't feel bad if you're that guy who yeah. who, who lost to Bryce Harper at a, a home run derby in JUCO. Yeah. You're still so much yeah. better than the best guy playing at the men's adult baseball league up here yeah. in Conroe. Exactly. Exactly. Now, now I know you're a busy man. I don't. It's been a real fun uh, chance uh, to shoot the shit with you here. But I want to ask you some things about uh, Apollo because you guys yep. are a, a, a modern organization. You're not exactly the media, even though you guys do podcasts, shows. It's a. How do you guys categorize yourselves? Like, how do you? Are you? You're not just unabashed homers, exactly. I mean, how do you? What's like your editorial style of what you guys are? Yeah. I- I think just new age media where everything's going, it's um, community based. Um, a lot of it, it has been just this group of people like minded, having an idea and going the same direction, but creating content, but also the community that we've, that we've been a part of and built that's family to us. Um, I, I don't think there's a lot of organizations that will have watch parties and, you know, people will come up and we'll just crack beers and, 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 you know, shoot the shit with people because, for the last two and a half, three years, that's what we've been doing with everyone. And like, yeah. I, I truly feel the, the community is part of this company. Um, and I feel like they're like employees with us and they've seen the ups and they've seen the downs um, and they've seen the growth. So I just think it's like this new age media that's just community driven first. Um, I think that's where a lot of things are shifting. I think Barstool probably started that off in the, you know, the mid 2000s, uh, in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. And then you're just kind of seeing it kind of spiral to, to other groups and factions. So um, yes, we do the media side, uh, and we do all the other the other cool stuff. But I think at the end of the day, we're just a community driven company that just um, happens to do sports. I like that. I like the community driven. That seems like a smart way to do it, right? Because you're more about serving servicing the large group of fans of 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 all the sports. Now, uh, what's the plan? I don't know how to put this. Of all the Houston sports, right? I'm guessing you guys probably have a dry erase board there with like Astros, everything all written out, right? Of all the different sports, like uh, where, where's the future growth coming? Is it USFL? Is it is it Dynamo? Is it Rockets? Is it Texans? Where where's the where, where's this giant beehive that is Houston sports fans? Where, where's our next source of of, uh, of parade honey? Yeah, um, I I still think it's the Astros, but the next thing up and coming. Um, I think the Rockets get there quicker than anyone else. I think they have a, a, a vision, not championship parade vision, but at least um, I think basketball turnarounds are quicker than NFL turnarounds, and I think the Texans yeah. are getting there slowly. Um, but I also think and what we've pivoted to was the college baseball atmosphere too. I, I think nice. that's a market that has been untapped, um, and we're tapping into it and growing into that. And because you have the University of Houston that's winning, you know, 35 – 40 games you have rice that's you know with with Cruz now that's turning the program around sam houston right up the road texas texas a&m right up the road uh you go east to lsu you got utsa and texas state that are playing out of their minds at 40 plus wins you have all these athletes and all these kids that are playing and you know what they have fifty thousand followers on social media they have their own individual brands and you tap into that and that's what we're we're focusing into and if you know, they become a draft pick and they fall into the, the Astros organization. 
that's one more person that we have on on the boat and on the team at Apollo, um, just at an early early stage because we were growing them and providing value for them. I get it. Well, that makes sense. That's a that's a, if you're not looking toward the future, you're stuck in the past, right? Yeah. Uh, real quick, just for your 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 personal uh, your personal thought here, University of Houston. All sports across the board seem to be rising with the tide. Are we looking at finally seeing U of H fully grab uh, legitimacy as a tier one level athletic uh, school? Is there is this kind of like the rise of Miami in the in the early eighties? Is it kind of? Would you say that that's a similar path? Is this built to last, or is is U of H about to be uh, on that level for a while? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's they've been doing it for a long time, um, even before the Herman days and stuff, you had, you had these, these pockets and waves of this U of H success. And now we're seeing it being sustained across all the sports. Um, I think going to the big 12s would be huge. I think being, being on a platform that could showcase it, uh, more to the masses that we know what's happening here in our backyard. Um, I think it's great. And I, I think, uh, the more each sports locks down Houston in the recruiting game, that's only going to amplify it mm-hmm. even more because you're you're essentially double down and tripling down on Houston, and Houston supports Houston no matter what, and we've seen it. I mean, it, you got the shirt H versus everyone, right? Amen, uh, brother. Houston supports Houston through and through, and going to the Big Twelve, I think is just going to be a, a jet fuel for them to just get on this rock ship and not look back. I hope you're right. Uh, the only thing that that scares me about it is. A little bit of U of H's uh, history of what was it? They tried to go to the Big East and it turned into the, yeah. You know, they, they joined it right before it fell apart and became the the AA whatever the hell it was. Yeah. AA not going to work here anymore is what it is. I'm afraid they finally get the invite into the Big Twelve that they deserved 15 years ago, right yeah. at the end of the party and Big Twelve falls apart and goes to shit. Well, I think you just got to force the hands, right? You just got to keep winning, keep putting yourself, and that it sucks, right? You like a calendar year success is different than how many primetime games you have. Yeah. Um, I, I think basketball is kind of, kind of built in. I think that's house money for the basketball program with Samson's built up and they're continuously just winning games in March, even when they lose their top guys. Um, but football's King, right? And, and you have, you have Dana who's been in the big 12. Um, you have them winning games. You have them. I think he was kind of on the hot seat and then he was like, you know what? We're going to win 11 in a row, whatever it was. Um, Football, football moves mountains in Texas. So uh, I think they're in the, in the right spot. And I think, you know, the other sports as well are just can kind of gravitate towards that and run with it as well. That's a, I like your style. I like the way you think. I like the way you guys operate. I'll tell you, my uh, uh, un, uh, <laughs> unsolicited uh, uh, congratulations to you guys. One thing I like that you guys do is something that always bothered me for years of being a Houston sports fan. And, and even when I was on the radio uh, uh, here in town very briefly is you guys look at Houston as the major metropolitan city that it really is. And not this weird small town wannabe kind of vibe that, that Houston sports has had for, for too long where they almost make this just like a big Lubbock as opposed to a city, the size of Chicago. And you guys embrace it and look at it as the, the major, major world city that it is, man. And so keep it up and I'm a big fan. And uh, thanks again for being on today. No, thank you. Thank you for the kind of words, John. And, 
obviously been a fan of yours for a long time so it's been here. it's been great to to do some content with you finally so absolutely um, we'll do it again yeah. we'll do it again you know i'm not always at sea sometimes i'm at home you know and i look forward to seeing you guys at the game hang out at kobo's i still gotta get i gotta buy a shirt i gotta buy a shirt i gotta buy a hat i'm gonna give you guys about the, the hundred dollar pack I, I i suppose i could just call you at 713-420-6969 right on des i'll let you get back to uh you know conquering the world all right, I appreciate it, brother. Later, bud. Thank you, Des. That's uh, Apollo Des one on Twitter. If you're nasty, give him a follow. He's a good dude, man. Like like that. That was fun. Enjoyed that immensely. Love seeing that guy around. I and mean, I do. I, I honestly, that's one thing that always bothered me is that the, the the Houston sports fan psyche was always so low. It was always so small. It always just took not just a second seat to Dallas, but to to New Orleans to all of it. And we just like, it's like Texas, you know, Houston, Texas high school. And the Texans, I think, were the biggest, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, proponents of that. They like that that small town, sort of, the, the Texans caring kind of vibe. And I'm like, nah, man, we're a big ass city. We're an international city. It's time we acted like it. So anyway, I, dude, I'm telling you, I think we made a deal for Amber on that phone number. You know what I mean? She gets a uh, Apollo pack, a little bit of cash. Well, something like that. A couple tickets to some games. Oh, we gotta get that deal. We gotta get that deal. So smoking gooder shows. It was about Houston. It was the press. They're too nice, dude. I know what you're talking about. You're absolutely right. Houston was a great place, and and, and no disrespect to the to the genital who just uh, uh, retired, uh, John McClain, uh, but he and his gang basically. They, they covered Houston sports in the modern era the same way that the New York baseball press covered Babe Ruth back in his day with the glad hand, happy to do the PR work for the team. You know what I mean? Uh, we weren't getting real proper press criticism in, in the Houston market for a long time. You still see a little bit of that, a little bit of rah-rah team effort kind of shit. You know, because trust me, hey, when they're doing great, they're doing great. And I like it because I'm a fan. I'm not actually in the media anymore. But when I was in the media, I, it, when it sucked, you got to say that it sucks. When something's wrong, you got to say something's wrong. When someone's a scumbag, you definitely got to say that they're a scumbag. That's the important part. I'm trying to remember, there was, a, uh, there was a story. Wait, did you talk to her? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Chris Reyes, did you actually get a hold of Amber? Or is this you just talking smack? Amber is going to join the Deckettes. I want to know for sure you actually made this happen. When Amber sees the show, she's going to raise the price. Why would she raise the price? She can't raise. There is no price yet. We're setting the price. She didn't even know there was a market for it. She's just going about living her life, probably doing a day shift, you know, uh, marrying ketchups, wrapping silverware, cutting limes. I don't know what she does, but she didn't know that demand was going through the roof. Her phone number is the new crypto. Take all your Dogecoin money and you put it in 713-420-6969. Sorry. Potch Gaming, I wish I owned that number just for the Apollo pack. I'm proud of myself for putting that together. I, I really think as a broker, I did an excellent job here for Amber, which is probably just going to act as hush money for the crazy stalking that uh, Christopher Reyes did. Uh, he says she's going to join the uh, the Deckettes. Oh, look, CC, CC. Peeing on the floor here. We don't let everyone in. Hail to the now. Uh-uh-uh. Hold up. I mean, sure, girl, you got a cool phone number. <laughs> but can you drink all day? Play golf all day? <laughs> I like CeCe. That's good gatekeeping right there. But you say, but he says he's cool. She's cool as hell. 
Hmm. Like that. Joe Pro! Joe Pro, are you here finally? Holy sheep shit. Joe Pro coming up out of the out of the brush to attend. I hope you're not suffering heat stroke. I know the part of the of Texas you're in on the on the the weather map. It's that not just red, but the the purpley red. That's that's how you know you're gonna die when you go outside and the map says it's purpley red or when it goes to the weird white color. Like, oh shit. We're hot ash. That's not good. But good to see you, Joe Pro. Thanks for coming by, dude. I missed you. I miss being able to hang out with you on uh, on Sports Ride. I hope all is doing well, man. Um, uh, looking at the pictures you're taking of the property, you've done some good work out there, man. That's got to be a good feeling. Long day on the dozer, you know, surveying all the holes you have dug, the nature you have changed. That's a good feeling. What's the CC saying? NFT and a herpes outbreak. Yeah, I hear you. That's the world. Oh, yeah, CC, I get you. I get you. You know what? Oh, oh, CC, I was going to ask you this. I don't want to put this out here too much, but uh, uh, next Saturday, the 21st, me and Barry Lamanac are going to play golf. And so far, it's just the two of us, but we don't know where we're going to play yet. Somewhere up in the uh, Spring Woodlands area. Got about three courses I was looking at. I don't know which one we're going to go with yet. Uh, but me and Barry are going to play golf, and we're just the two of us. So if we're going to go with a foursome, that means there's two extra spots. Uh, I, I feel like it'd be cool. If, uh, if, if CC, if you joined, if someone else wanted to join, uh, let us know. We'll talk about it. We'll try to coordinate and all that. Yeah, Tony the Handsome. Yeah, Joe Pro is a real man, man, right there. You know, a lot of us, a city folk with our city problems, worrying about bills and our Wi-Fi, Joe Pro is out there getting amongst it, out there in the, in the, in the dirty brush, out there fighting rattlesnakes and cricks. He's probably got... Uh, I don't know what else. What else, what other natural d- dangers do you uh, have to deal with out there in the, in the in the woods? There, Joe Pro. Do you have Bigfoot attacks? You have Bigfoot sightings? You got a Bigfoot sighting? Lyme disease. Lyme disease. Oh shit! My wife just reminded me of Lyme disease. That's got to suck. Joe Pro, have you checked for ticks? You got to get between the toes. Where else are you supposed to look for ticks, babe? Uh, your groin. Your groin. Look in your groin. Really get in there. Really check. Because it'll hide. Armpit hair. Armpit hair. Oh, yeah, the armpit hair. And and you know what, ticks, they're, they're preternaturally clever. They know where your blind spots are. So you got to look down the middle of your back, man, right that's there. Bullseye marking. Yeah. Yo, is that the Lyme disease, right? Well, that's the, the tick. Yeah, yeah, if you get the tick. If, it's, if it looks like a bullseye, um, I don't What do they do if they get the bullseye? Do they put, like, Vicks on it or some shit? No, you got to. So don't, when you yank the tick, make sure you get the head out too. Well, if you use the tweezers, you have to twist it so the head comes out with the body. Okay. Or you can burn it and it'll back out. All right. Burnt. All right. Joe Pro, you writing this down? You get a tick. I'm sure you know this, right? You burn it. Burn it first? Well, you, if you try to burn it, then it'll back out to protect itself. But what if I burn myself? you got to be careful. Well, how am I going to be fucking careful with a tick well, in my balls? Well, you wouldn't be doing it. I would be doing it, and I would be careful. Wait, so you, why don't you just pull it out and then burn it? No, the pulling it out, you want to get the head out. If the head is still in there, you still get the line. To so if you pull the tick and the head's stuck in there, You're then you, how do you burn it though with just a little head? I'm saying you have two options for removal. You can try burning it by heating up something hot. And if that doesn't work, you can try doing the tweezers. Yeah, but if it's, them. okay. Slowly. 
All right. We're not medical experts or life, wildlife experts here. We're just... I grew up in Missouri. I'm an expert. She grew up in Missouri, so she knows old diseases that should have been eradicated years ago. But I don't understand the, the logistics of how you're going to burn the tick off and not accidentally burn yourself off. Is it like if you you're burn... thinking about fire, Bert. I'm saying you heat something up. Yeah. And you hold it to the tick. And then it goes, that sucks. And then it backs out and then you oh, grab it. So we... Like, as soon as you burn it, it goes yikes and tries that to escape. The tick is alive. It doesn't, like, it yeah, might even that. die. So it'll sit there and suck your blood till it's fat, like, ready to burst. I thought, like, a tick, like, so it, I didn't know it unhooked. You I thought it was in there You can heat up, like, a butter knife or something, and then you hold it, or, or like, a flathead screwdriver. Yeah. You heat up with your lighter, and you hold the hot metal item to the tick's well, what if back. it's on, like, your balls or something? Well, then I guess you'd want to try the tweezer method. So a tick, I thought a tick just bit one thing and then that was like the rest of their life was just holding on, sucking blood until they got popped. Ticks bite and move on? I didn't know that. No, they don't bite and move on. They bite until they are satiated and then they fall off. And they just fucking... Like a breastfed baby. Oh, well, they all sleepy. But a tick can get quite fat. Oh yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. On my balls. On your balls. Shut up. Jesus. Christopher Reyes says, show us, do it to John. No! I, he doesn't have a tick. I don't have a tick. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, maybe the chat is all or a flutter. <clears throat> if the tick is radioactive, what kind of superpowers would you possess? That's a good question. Like, all right. So if Spider-Man got butt by a radioactive spider, now he's got spider powers and he can shoot webs and he's really agile. Are ticks agile? Do they jump at you from like... Or I, I think they can jump pretty far. So like a, uh, an un... Yeah, I know, but I don't think I watched it. I don't think how like in canon it was. It's not like it was like some sort of super action. It was like it was that Warburton guy, right? Yeah. So it was like corny ass jokes. It wasn't like they weren't into the science of his tick powers. It's not like, but like okay, an ungorged tick on the ground. It's all a little bitty, like a little wolf spider, right? Does it fucking leap three yeah. feet up to your balls, or does it climb? Well, if I was a tick, I would be down for some balls. It's right there. It's like the quickest, easiest way you're going to get to flesh. I don't have balls. I've had a tick. Where did it? Where'd you get a tick? From the woods. No, but on your body. Not, unless does she mean the woods as part of her body? I don't know. We'll pick that up when she gets back in. She's bringing the kids in from the Campo Fenique works too. Now, all right. Uh, I know that there's certain things when they bite you, you put salt on them and it goes away. And there's other, like a, like a leech, right? You get a leech on you, you put salt and it goes away. Or it fucking runs away. Campo finite. I'm going to ask when she goes back if you can pee on a tick, if that does anything to them. I mean, I think I would kind of just, that's a little bit of my go-to uh, first aid for just about anything. If I'm in the wild, if I got shot, I'd be like, pee on it, fuck it. I don't think it'll hurt. Might be good. <laughs> Pachka, I don't... Well, my, one reason I, I associate it with ticks with balls is because I thought if they jump up, that, that's like if you're walking... Think about it, like your perspective of a tick and a person walks over you, the balls is right there. And if they're climbing up your pant legs, the natural terminus is the balls. Right? I don't know. 
talking a bunch of shit here. Well, I've had a good time today. I don't know if you had a good time. Hey, babe. Yeah. What about peeing on a tick? Does that do anything? No. So what do you pee on? Nothing. No, but like it's... Was it jellyfish? No, that doesn't work. That is debunked. So people have been pissing on jellyfish bites for no reason for years? Yeah. What about the people that claimed it felt better? Was that just... They're liars. That's just placebo? Salt water would make it feel better. Well, you put salt on a leech. Right? Leech is a different kind of body. I know. We're trying to figure out the right treatment for the particular woody bite. Hey, come here, kid. Hey, Beezer. I'm doing Barry's show today. I'm filling in for Barry. Nice. Yeah. They're, they're nice. We had a good time today. We hung out. Oh, someone's calling me. Hey, babe, who do I know at 713-420-6969? Uh, I think it's Amber. Oh, shit. I better... Alright, I'm going to make that deal happen. It's my wife, Sarah. Tick expert. Thank you, dear, for your help today. I'd like an infographic. What? If we could put, like, a an info bar underneath. The, the what? Like, says tick? It says Sarah Wessling tick expert. Babe, look, our shirts match. Oh my god. This is the gayest thing ever. Right. Good point. Feminist. That's right. <laughs> What'd you say? We're both wearing green shirts and it's not even St. Patrick's Day. That's crazy. That's like the gift of the Magi, babe. What's up, Keaton? Here, you want to say hi to my friend Barry's friends? Oh! Tell them what your sister did. What did your sister do? Make me have red cheeks. Make you have red cheeks? Mm -hmm. How's that? She slapped me in the face. And why did she slap you in the face? I don't know. Yes, you do. Oh no. Yes, you do, because you bit her. <laughs> you bad monkey. <clears throat> Alright, turkeys. I love you. I'll go get beverages, get snacks. About to say goodbye to the deckheads. I had a blast today. I hope I don't get to wait have to wait too long to get to do this again. It's always been a treat. I don't know what I'm supposed to say uh, to, to sign off uh, for Barry. Uh, he will not be back tomorrow. He will still be telling jokes at the uh, Laughing Gas Comedy Club in Cape Girardeau, Missouri with William Lee Martin. If you're in that area, go see that show before you kill yourself or move. I recommend move. But go see the show first. That should be a, a good time. My thanks again to uh, Dez uh, from Apollo Media. Uh, great guys over there. Good you get to talk to him again. Follow him on Twitter if you aren't already. Most of you probably are. It's at ApolloDez1. And uh, Astro, we'll give you a last second uh, Astro's look here. What do we got? It is currently one to nothing. Astro's got the lead. Bring in the closer. Uh, after two innings, Astro's are up one to nothing. I don't know what happened, but something was cool. Got time to go find it. Have a great Thursday. I'm John Wessling. Until next time, boo boo. Wait, wait, 420 Wiener Balls, boo boo lit fam. That's the uh, that's the sign off for me. Hold on, wait. Is there anything else here? Wait. Great time. Uh, call Amber before you get off. Ah, I don't want to do it. Did you? Did anyone else get in touch with her? I'm having another one of these German beers to play with my kids. All right, guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you very much. What am I supposed to show here? Oh, yeah, here you go. Daddy's making a YouTube video!